Hi everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body on a busy road. From where you are to where it is to want to be. Apologise about the background noise. I probably didn't press record at a good time. I'm out, um, out on the streets this morning. It's freezing cold uh, and I'm getting some steps in. Um, I want to start by saying just thank you so much for the, the outpouring of love and support uh, for me, my daughter, over these past, uh, past week. It's really been quite overwhelming and it continues to come. Um, I will, will say that uh, yeah, I have started a, a, a project uh, which if you go back and listen to the last few days, I think it's episode 880 where I talked about lasting legacy. So I've established this GoFundMe page, which it may not always stay a GoFundMe page. It might form a little website or something, uh, but it's to raise money for sick kids that uh, can benefit from dog therapy. And so uh, that is uh, something that I've, I've started and it's already raised uh, like three and a half thousand dollars, my initial goal for the page is $10,000. And uh, this week, I'm gonna be meeting with the hospital and some, the key, the key heads uh, within there uh, to achieve change. And I think that's, that's the tough part, right? You can talk to, say, a nurse or something, say, oh yeah, that's an awesome idea. Yeah, 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 we'll support that. But it's, it's where the rubber meets the road and finding out, like, how do we actually get children to benefit from this? How do we get this change to take place within the hospital? So moving forward, yes, we can contribute some funding, but I want permanent dogs in the therapy dogs in the wards to be able to to help these kids. And it needs to be just some an extra part of their service. Yeah, you take blood, you do all this sort of stuff, but you need to support them better. And I think having the therapy dogs would greatly, greatly assist these kids in need, particularly uh, kids that were going through what my daughters went through. So that is a challenge for some reason I've decided to, to take on. I'll say it was for some reason. The reason is you've got to find a greater, a greater purpose for why the tragedy has happened to start with and how do you, how do you find a legacy to to focus on knowing that you're having a greater impact because of your loss to help others. And uh, I'm sure it will evolve over time. I mean, a week ago, this didn't even exist. And now, like I'm starting to put a a lot of energy into it. Um, Because I know that my daughter would really appreciate it. She would have benefited from it greatly. And even though she couldn't, uh, in hospital, we arranged some dog therapy sessions for her out of hospital. Uh, I know that she would be very proud of the fact that other people are benefiting and if that helps them recover, then fantastic. It's been a success every cent. So uh, today's Monday um, and you know yourself with, let's say it's a... Let's say you have a heart transplant. What happens? Over time, it gets better. 
right? You repair, scars heal, skin fixes itself, you become healthier, stronger, if you do the right things, and you become better. And I think mourning the loss, as painful as it can be, of, of a child, uh, uh, time, time helps heal that. And I'm a very um, busy, focused person, and uh, every day there are a couple of things that I set myself up as a goal to, to do for my daughter uh, because um, she's not in a resting place yet. So this last week, uh, she, oh, well, I'm expecting this week that um, she should have actually been cremated and she should be delivered back to me uh, in an urn. Um, we ordered some jewellery for her, her mum and her sister and um, like a little wristband thing for myself, which actually have some of uh, my daughter's ashes in there. Just a few, few grains that fit in there, which was special for all of us. Um, that will come back uh, this week I'm expecting and uh, so last week it was about uh, getting that stuff organised this week it's about getting her back, being able to celebrate her and just be with us again and uh, this week it's about all right, we're going to do a more of a public memorial service I'll probably, for those people that are on the other side of the world uh, we will uh, see if we can Zoom other uh, service for those that would like to attend this. There's been so many people uh, reaching out and there's interstate people, there's international people from like 60 odd countries. Uh, people who just want to, want to see, um, show their support. And uh, that's, that will take a, a big next step forward today. Um, after this walk, actually, I'm going to go home and um, start sending some correspondence off to the same place that uh, cremated my daughter to um, do a memorial service for us and then whatever that looks like in terms of location, etc. because they have a, a number of locations around, around Melbourne. So um, there's a, a lot to do in that next space. And uh, I guess it's with that extra time and uh, yeah, a little bit of of progress in, in um, you know, focusing on doing all the things that my daughter wanted uh, to put her in her final resting place. And uh, I guess uh, yeah, the day of the, the service is also a, an opportunity for us to get some closure and to, well, I guess in some ways to have a lot of the questions and stuff stop being asked. Um, you know, so many people are, are asking, oh, when's the funeral? Oh, you know, can I come and visit? Can I you know, come and do all these things? And, uh, which is lovely. Uh, but it's like it's, it's a bit overwhelming, uh, particularly when you're private and you need a lot of time uh, by yourself to you know, navigate this stuff. Uh, so, uh, you know, if you have the one moment where everybody can come if they want to and, and do that, then uh, that makes it a lot easier, I think, moving forward. But then, of course, I'm not naive enough to, to realise that um, often it's in the, 
the days and weeks ahead following a memorial service where it can be quite tough and that's when uh, some people will say that that's when they need some extra support and everybody goes away then. So, you know, it's, a, it's something that I haven't had to deal with before, so it's just navigating it one, one step at a time. Uh, but it's certainly getting, uh, you know, my focus is, is more on action taking now to, to help support, uh, you know, like my eldest daughter uh, as well. Uh, making sure that she has absolutely everything that she needs to get through this too because she's too young to have to deal with something like this and it's not fair for her to now grow up without a sister. Um, it's, not, it's not fair for me as a, a dad to, to do it as well or her mum but uh, I guess I'm more equipped with, uh, with tools and skills to, to navigate it more um, effectively I guess. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, a lot, a lot in that space. But I, I tell you, the, it doesn't matter what challenge that you face, the principles remain the same. It's like uh, any type of health transformation, for instance. If your mindset isn't right, then you're really going to struggle. If foundationally your nutrition isn't right, you don't have your macronutrients right and and calories right, then it's not going to be effective. It doesn't matter. You could have the best training in the world, but if you don't follow that up with the best nutrition, then your results are going to be somewhere between poor, less than optimal, and certainly not be great. And I think uh, mindset-wise, any challenge that you face, the, the foundations are the same, the principles are the same, and that is, there are so many things that we can't control, but if you can control what things mean to you and you come up with a, a greater a reason for things. So like I always say to people, if you can answer in the affirmative with these things, you will, you'll never be unhappy. And that, so I take my daughter, for instance. I ask, what is the growth that I can have from this? What's the growth that I can have through losing a daughter? What's my personal growth that I can have? It's like, well, the personal growth for me is about becoming a better human being. It's like seeing as much as I tried to protect her and to help her get to a, a long and happy life, uh, that failed. But the growth for me is knowing that I can go on and use her as inspiration to become a better person. Do great things, become a better human have more empathy. I look at what's the, the other question I ask is what can you learn? What can you learn from this? Well, I learned what a horrible disease she had, a horrible illness, and how aggressive it is and, and how difficult it is to achieve, achieve change. 
working big organisations like hospitals. Uh, I learned how judgmental people can be at a professional level. I learned how key things like dog therapy is just really powerful. I'm learning about um, more about connecting with my, my eldest daughter. I've learned more about how to connect with both my daughters. You know, how to be more empathetic, how to be more understanding, how to be more resourceful, how to be more creative in coming up with solutions. Well, there's a nice rain. As I say that, there's a beautiful rainbow in front of me, right dead smack in front of me. Beautiful and bright. Hi, hi Liv. It's my daughter shining down right now. Like I've learned so many things in the space of being a better person, being more effective, being more driven, being more focused, uh, being stronger, and also having a greater, much greater understanding of the illness. The other question I ask, I could keep going on, but the other question I ask is what's the opportunities that come from the passing of my daughter? Well, I've been talking about uh, one of them for the last few days. And that is, how do I use her as inspiration to do something greater? And that is the dog therapy. Raising $10,000 in dog therapy to help the kids that are currently in there. That's an opportunity to do that an opportunity to work more closely with the hospital to help have a greater impact in the space of where my daughter was, was ill. And there's an opportunity to change the thinking within the hospital because so many, look at some point I will talk more about uh, the exact um, you know, name of her illness. And uh, up to this point, I've, um, I've kept it private because to protect her, her privacy and uh, her dignity and, and so forth. But you know, things have obviously moved. And uh, the, the treatment is broken. It's as simple as that. They use the tools that they know, but they're not thinking, in my mind, great enough in the space of creating some other tools, some more effective tools, some greater solutions. And so you do what you always have done. And guess what? That's insanity, isn't it? How many people aren't being successful? And hopefully they can see that, okay, well, we've done all this treatment on my daughter for two years and now she's passed away. How effective was the treatment? It wasn't effective. Not in prolonging her... Well, I was successful in prolonging her life for a couple of years, but then grossly failed her. So what do we need to put in place to fix that? And for my way of thinking, dog therapy is part of that, but it's by no means the end game. And it's like there, there just needs to be better thinking... Uh, better trialling of things and having the courage to do things a little bit differently rather than just keep on doing what they keep on doing. Um, because I've been in there a lot and hearing 
the, the pain that kids are suffering as they're doing the same type of treatment. So let's do it differently. Like it could be, again, this sort of goes in hand with the, the dog therapy. When they're in hospital, because they're medically unstable, they have to stay in their room. They have to stay in their bed. Um, they're, they're not allowed to, to move around much. Now, what I can tell you is because my daughter was in there so much, like 80, 90% of her year, so every day, has been spent in the hospital. She's not allowed to get into the sunlight. Why? Because she has to stay in her room. She's got a window in her room, but it's not the same thing. So my suggestion is, even in prison, they're allowed time in the yard, right? They're allowed time out in the yard to exercise. So when you're in hospital, which is a bit like prison, but certainly not prison, why don't you set up an environment where the kids can hop in their wheelchairs, somebody wheels them down, and they're allowed to spend half an hour, an hour, whatever it is, in the garden. You know, feeling the warmth of the sun, feeling the freshness of the, the fresh air. Uh, you know, touching the flowers, the plants, etc. And guess what? If you've got a dog there as well, imagine what a difference that would have to really be a highlight for their day and de-stress them and make them uh, a lot calmer and happier. They don't do it. I'm not allowed to. Uh, so again, that's got nothing to do with the medical treatment, but it's got everything to do with the mental health side of um, treating these young kids that are so vulnerable. So, um, you know, by asking those three questions, you come up with a completely different focus. You know, how do I grow from this? What do I learn from this? What are the opportunities from this? And you can hear I've been talking for like 10 minutes about all the things that I take away from it. So whenever you have a really bad situation happen, ask yourself those three questions. And again, coming back to the foundations of, of success and, and growth. The other one is about uh, making progress each and every day. If you aren't progressing yourself, business, career, etc., then what are you doing? You're either standing still or you're going backwards. And you can do that for a little bit, but it feels bad and it eats away at you. And before you know it, you are just not a happy person. So even in this climate, I'm focusing on how do I make some progress each and every day? What are some things that I can do for, I'm setting my goal at two. What are two things, oh, it's starting to rain again. What are two things I can do for my daughter to help her get to her resting place? It's starting to rain quite heavily. That was that rainbow. Um, and I focused on doing those things. I focused on, okay, yes, I don't want to let my clients down. But I also look at that's multi-pronged at it progressing me. I, I want to make sure uh, that I'm a little distracted uh, to get through the, 
you know, the time when you're suffering grief, um, it, it can really stand still. And so I'm, I'm looking at what are the things that I can do to help that time go faster without ignoring it, but what can help me. And seeing my clients has been one of those. Oh, golly, now it's getting really heavy. Um, seeing clients has been one of those things. And that has really helped because you have different conversations with different people and it's just been really nice. And they go, you know, they've got a scheduled session and they go. I don't have to sit with somebody for hours and hours. Um, and that's been really good. Um, I have been looking at, uh, you know, how to, uh, what do I need to do for the cremation? This week, today, it's about the, the next steps. What do I need to do to uh, kick off the memorial service? Where's it going to be? What day is it going to be? What time's it going to be? How do we communicate that with people? Um, all the different elements that you have in pulling together a memorial service with baby service books and, um, you know, all the photos and all that kind of stuff. How do you, you know, pull all that together? When's my daughter going to come back in her urn? I don't know. You know there's, a, there's a lot of different moving parts here. Uh, but the aim is to make some progress. Then it comes to my eldest daughter. I think, okay, what does she need right now? Um, so I arranged for a therapy session for her uh, last week um, with her counsellor uh, to um, help her navigate the grief. She's got another session this week, making sure that I'm having fun and open dialogue uh, with her. So mum and I have different energies. So for me, I'm trying to come at it to, to keep that the happiness and light energy in her life and making sure that she's getting everything that she needs. And uh, again, that's about making some progress. It's not about ignoring anything. It's about continuing to make progress. My health, making sure that I'm taking care of myself. So um, I've started getting back into uh, going to the gym. And so I'm going to the gym and doing, the, doing my workouts. This week, my next step is to improve my food a little bit more. Last week, understandably, uh, not eating as much, um, not having the energy to um, prepare certain foods, etc. And um, this week, trying to have more focus on that, uh, making sure that I'm improving the quality of the nutrition that I'm getting into uh, my body. And again, it's just tiny little things. Um, I'm doing a little bit more in my business this week compared to last week. So I'm seeing uh, my clients, my client sessions, I am going to see some, some new people. I've got an appointment to see a new person today on Zoom. Um, so that's something that I'm going to do. Is last week, I'm, like, I'm not taking any new people. I've got some a podcast to prepare for, for next week when I'm interviewing people. And uh, I will start doing a little bit, uh, so as of today, I'll start getting back into my normal social media type stuff whereas last week I dedicated it all to my daughter and so I'm not going to post anything other than what I'm doing for her and uh, so today I'll start posting again uh, some of that other stuff so all these little steps but it's progress right and if I can look at my days and say yes I've moved myself forward a little bit today I've moved my business forward a little bit I've moved my health forward a little bit I've moved my thinking forward a a little bit today, then 
that has been progress for me and that makes me happy because I know that that progress is like momentum. You know, once you start to get that momentum, you want to do more. You do a little bit more and if that feels good, you get a result. You do a little bit more and some days you might do even more than that. So it doesn't matter what you're going through, the principles remain exactly the same. So on that note, my phone's getting really wet now, so I better protect it, hit stop. Stay safe, everybody. Uh, now, if you do want to connect with me, you can go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consultation right there. I'd love to connect with you. Stay safe, stay healthy. I'll see you tomorrow.